1: We have to ask Trey Biddy uh, if Asher helped him out of Reynolds hey. Razorback
0: Stadium on uh, Friday. You were, you were struggling to get out, weren't I, you? I saw that.
2: I'm safe. Made it free. <laughs> i,
0: I, I got to ask you a few questions about your talk and walk. So, walk and talk. Walk and talk. I knew I'd have it backwards. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, who's, hold, who's, who's holding the camera? You got a sol- shoulder mount or something?
2: we have a whole crew we have a production crew it's, uh, no Cause, it's just me because
0: i'm going like how does he not run into something nor nor the photographer yeah, backing no, up doesn't a, run into something
2: it's just a selfie stick it's just me crazy old trey biddy talking to himself basically um walking around with a selfie stick
0: well yeah, i, I sure enjoy him i'll tell you that
2: <laughs> well it originated because i was doing i would do a stand up and just you know have a camera on a tripod and eventually i just kind of started grabbing the tripod because I would just, you know, I was getting frustrated and I'd talk and I'd like point to something, you know, with the camera. And anyway,
1: it just evolved into that. So there you go. Okay. Yeah, well, wasn't Trey, walk walking talk. Hadn't been <laughs> no, it very wasn't. happy lately, but no. Yeah. No, we noticed that. Okay. Well, uh, Tony and Bebe's already got a question for you. So let's put him on okay. the air. Hi, Tony. You're on the air. Hey,
3: good, good evening. Thanks for taking my call, uh, Rick and Ray and Trey. Uh, my question for Trey is. I know that, you know, K.J. got hurt in that that game and then we brought in uh, the the transfer quarterback. And to me, I thought the transfer quarterback was going to be outstanding. I know that he was hurt by the same things that K.J. was, the Mm -hmm. offensive line not blocking. But I did expect more from him. Could you think it might have been more of, like, clipboard-itis, like he might have been holding the clipboard too long and not really prepared to come into the game because he probably didn't think he was going to come into the game or – or do you think that uh, it's more hanging on the offensive line? And I noticed we went and got some offensive linemen out of the port already to in And do you see more yeah. coming? And I'll, I'll just hang up and listen.
2: Okay. Yeah, Thanks, I, I definitely see more coming on the offensive line. And, yeah, I do chalk a lot of the problems that Arkansas has had at quarterback, both with Criswell and K.J. Jefferson, to the offensive line. I, I mean, they just – K.J. Jefferson's a mobile quarterback. He's been sacked 41 times this year. That's just it's just ridiculous. And, you know, some of that's K.J. Sure, holding on to the ball too long, but most of it is Blister's just coming straight at him untouched. And I think that's partly the offense and, you know, just the offensive line not really understanding what they're supposed to do at times. And I think it's affected K.J. and Criswell. I think K.J. is a much better quarterback. I mean, I know he is. I've seen him operate as a quarterback you know, before this offensive system came in, and he was pretty effective. Obviously, he put up some ridiculous numbers, and I know a lot of people are frustrated with K.J., but there's a lot of times where K.J. was just about all they had offensively, and he's not perfect. I mean, he may not be an NFL quarterback, maybe an NFL tight end or something, but he's definitely a college quarterback, and, you know, I know a lot of people are ready to, like, talk about ready to move on and stuff, but, uh Oh, Sometimes I say, be careful what you wish for. Mm. Uh, But Criswell, you know, he's got a really big arm, but we we just, we can't see what Criswell's capable of behind this offensive line. They've got to figure things out up front. I would expect a lot of movement in the transfer portal. Just, you know, I don't know if it'll be as much as last year or not, but I would expect, you know, you're going to have to replace players on this team that would surprise you that they would transfer. I mean, there's Guys, there's so much money flowing out there right now for teams that want good players and the pressure to win, and you don't have your NIL stuff in order and ready to go, then you're going to lose players. I mean, that's that's what I'm waiting to see what happens. Does Arkansas have things in order, or are they about to lose some guys? And I'm not just talking offensive line. I'm talking everybody. You know, everybody's up for grabs really right now. So I know Pittman's doing exit interviews with players. Uh, starting off with guys that have level, uh, have you know NFL type of ability, and then working his way from there. But I know he started that today, and uh, you know you just gotta you gotta keep the good guys that you got, and hope that you bring in some better players. And I've, I've said this today on my show with the offensive line, they need to keep the guys that they had starting on the offensive line. Now there may be some other guys. And this is something I wouldn't have said years ago, but there's some other guys that they need to encourage to leave. They just do. But the guys that started for them, they need to encourage them to stay and come and compete with the guys that they bring in to take their spots. And that's, that's cutthroat sounding as it is. That's the business this day and age. And this is college football now. So uh, cut the guys that can't beat out the guys that are on this offensive line that have been in the system for a few years. And, uh, and keep the guys that you did have starting and make them compete with the guys you bring in. And if you don't have your
1: NIL stuff in, in order, um, then it's going to be rough. So, Trey, I could probably ask you questions for the rest of this time. And this is one of the unfair mm-hmm. things if you're having on for such a short time because we got to let our listeners uh, do the questions when they have them. And Larry mm-hmm. is on the line and he has a question for Trey. Hi, Larry. Hey,
0: uh, Trey, I know
3: this is not a criticism to you, but I, I noticed. Mm-hmm all these coaches searches and, and I know we're going to have that with the coordinator at Arkansas and all the speculation. And then, but I noticed that you retweeted, I follow you on, on Twitter and 24 seven sports and you're, I guess someone in your organization tweeted that, that, uh, that A&M had named Stoops, the coach breaking yeah. news and, you retweeted it, and they deleted it because I'm sure they were embarrassed about it. And, and, and you see that happen all the time and it, it, in this day of social media, gotcha journalism, if you want to call it journalism. And you know, <laughs> I know that hurts your credibility like every other journalist out there trying to do a uh, solid job when you when you pass along information that's your organization. My question is, how do you avoid that? Is there one guy that 24 seven who who did that? Is there a committee that reviews that? Because it's well, not just twenty four seven. It's it's You see it all the time. I mean, in all this the time.
2: particular instance, I mean, he was pretty much all but hired. But yeah, you're right. I mean, there is obviously a, a jumping of the gun before all the papers are signed.
3: Um, Trying to be first, I get it. I mean, yeah. So how do you, how do you how do you? I mean, I wouldn't check. say
2: that like even twenty four seven was first on that. I mean, that was being reported by pretty much everyone. And then there was kind of an uprising amongst fans and boosters over it. I mean, that was a pretty – that was a unique situation. That was like along the Tennessee Greg Ciano deal where yeah, like, he, was, he was he was being y'all. hired. And there was a grassroots movement basically to make him not the hire. I think Stoops is a good coach. I think Elko is probably a better hire yeah. for them.
3: but. yeah. Uh, it's yeah. not just y'all. I mean, it, it happens all with every search. I just wondered, how do you? Is there anybody over there that says, "Hey, pump the brakes until we can verify"? Because that's the way it used to be when you had a, the the luxury of mm-hmm. having a newspaper the next morning. Right you now,
2: yeah. Well, I mean, it seemed like people were verifying. Like the brass at A and M was. I think I think that they had Stoops. Who was the hire? I think he was telling people that he was that he was going there, and. When it started leaking out like that, people kind of revolted and the course changed. I think it's just a little
3: different situation. I'm sure what's going to happen is Arkansas is going to hire a new OC and some organization is going to break news with the wrong guy. You know, it just happens every time. It's kind of frustrating as a fan.
1: I doubt that – I don't know that anybody will leak that the wrong way because usually when you hire an assistant coach – He's either left his school, and so somebody breaks it from there, or they're mm-hmm. introducing him. So I, I don't know that you, yeah. you have a lot of and speculation, a lot of names, but I think the actual hire will be accurate. This well, isn't uh, cool. this somebody. isn't a new
2: development. Like all of a sudden, I mean, no, no it's Tobler not. Bill has been hired as head coach here before. Yeah. It's um, not yet. You no. know, I mean, like. I remember seeing, watching the news when Tupperville was announced as yeah. the next head coach at Arkansas. Well, it just it um,
3: makes me skeptical. You know, nowadays I don't believe anything. Until you you're skeptical see it of the news. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. You don't think it's fair and balanced. No? <laughs> okay. All right, all right. Thank, okay, you. thank you, thanks
1: for calling. Well, I've told the story too often. I'm not going to spend a lot of time with it. I was the sports mm-hmm. information director, and the night before the hire of the new football coach replacing Danny Ford. I felt very confident it was Tom Tuberville. Orville Henry felt so confident he wrote it. and But by by late the night before, it had changed to Houston Nutt. Orville was embarrassed and mad at Coach Broyles for quite some time. So it has happened even to the guy that supposedly knows everything about Razorback
0: sports. I, re- I remember going on the 10 o'clock sports. <clears throat> I knew that Tommy Tuberville was at the College Football Hall of Fame in New York. I knew he had called all his assistants off the road and was leaving New York. And yep. so I, I went with that.
1: Yep. There you go. Okay, let's go to DK, who's got a question for Trey. Hi, DK.
3: Good evening, fellas. Uh, look here, Mr. Biddy. Mm-hmm. It was a caller just called in probably uh, four or five calls ago. And he kind of, everything I was thinking, it seemed like he hit it right on the head.
1: <laughs> okay. And, and, and
3: Kind of like, hold up, you pump the brakes for a minute. But he was saying, you know, as a fan, he expected eight wins next year. As a fan, that's what I'm looking for, eight wins next year. Then he was like, what kind of OC can you kind of get knowing the situation? You know what I'm saying? That you might be here for only one year. Uh, And then I'm like, no matter who you hire, I, I don't see you getting eight wins. Mm-hmm. Can you uh, expound on that one for me? As a fan, yeah. w- what would be a, a sensible number? I'm going to take your answer off air. Y'all have a good day.
1: Thanks, DK. Yeah. No, and I don't and think, let me just say I briefly, think... I, I didn't say they had – he said He said Arkansas had to win eight games for Sam to be retained, and I, I just mm-hmm. asked him, I said, are you making that decision? And he said no. So it, it may take. I don't know what it's going to take, but anyway, go ahead.
2: Well, I think Sam needs to have a year next year, um, you know, given how this one went. Right. But uh, I don't think that – and, you know, there's going to be ebbs and flows with Arkansas football, but I think historically if you're saying, like, okay, this guy needs to show us something tomorrow, I don't think eight and four, four and four in conference, just like middle of the pack in conference, I don't think that's a lot to ask uh, if you're an Arkansas fan. And I can understand you have dips and you have – uh, peaks as a program. Um, you know, I don't think, like people say, Arkansas needs to win eight games every year. I don't know that that's true. I think maybe sometimes you have a six win, but uh, hey, maybe sometimes you have a nine or 10. You know, maybe it averages out to, to something like that. But that that's just kind of my opinion on it. Uh, as for a coordinator, coordinators get pretty good deals this day and age. You know, Brandon Marion's a guy that's been talked about a lot. I'm not, qu- I don't know what his salary is exactly, but.
1: I mean, well, it's less than Bobby what, Petrino's because Petrino left to go to A and M. Yeah, he exactly. was the
2: offensive coordinator. So, exactly. And Jimbo was viewed as a guy that needed to win. Yeah, <laughs> and, that's you know, right. When they hired Petrino, but when you're a coordinator, the the deal you're getting. So, say Marion's getting three hundred a year there a three hundred. Probably
1: right. UNLV probably right. Right. So yeah, Arkansas would
2: probably pay him. I would think in the neighborhood of one point two. Yeah. And not just 1.2 for one year, a three-year. Probably. You know, we're talking like a three-year guarantee type of deal, guaranteed contract, which is what coordinators are starting to get now. So even if you come in for one year, and he's 36 years old, so he comes in for one year and he's guaranteed $3.6 million, I would think that maybe that would be something that he would consider taking a gamble on.
1: absolutely.
2: And – um. Yeah, I just I think that's, and everybody's a lame duck coach. Everybody in college football is at risk of being fired immediately. I Did mean, do you the, think the Houston would fire changed. its
1: coach? I mean, the guy's done a good job, but this year they were down a little bit, and so they fired yeah. him.
2: They were two years removed from 12 and 2.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: but everybody will do that now. I mean, like, because the transfer portal has put it in a situation not that much different than the NFL where you can change a roster entirely. Um, in an off season and people expect results quick and especially people that are donating money to nil donating you know big money to the program they expect quick results Um, and that's just the nature of college football in in this day and age and that's it that's that's the bottom line hey rick can i tell you about our cyber monday deal please do all right so Cyber Monday, 75% off. That's, we're still running that deal. It is going to end soon, though, so mm-hmm. sign up. It breaks down to $0.07 cents a day, $0.52 cents a week, 224 dollars 24 a month, and build at just $26.85 at hawgsports.com, part of the 24-7 Sports Network. So if you want to follow along with the coaching search with all the transfer portal news, recruiting, we've got contact period open December 1st. December 4th, we've got... Um, the opening of the transfer portal, of course, that can players can announce they're in a transfer portal any time and just do it on the December 4th. Um, and, you know, we, <laughs> there's obviously a lot of going on to follow. It's not all positive news like we'd hope, but uh, it is certainly interesting if you're concerned about the status of Razorback football and basketball, of course. So go sign up, HAWGSports.com, no promo code required, and it's 75% off as part of our Cyber Monday sale.
1: It is easy for me to talk about Tacos for Life because I love eating there. It's easy for mm-hmm. me to talk about subscribing to Trey Biddy's service because I read it every day, and it's very good. So yeah. uh, to get like 75% off, $0.07 cents a day, thats uh, you can't beat that. Okay, Buy a got... meal, give a meal. <laughs> that's exactly right. Okay, we got two more callers. I hope we can get the, both of them here. Will has a question for Trey. Go ahead, Will. All
3: right, good afternoon, Rick, uh, Ray, Trey. He yes. Trey, uh, nice endorsement from Bobby Bones there on the. Oh, uh, yeah,
2: yeah, that was sweet, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, that
3: was pretty cool.
2: Bobby Bones well, pays hey, for it and loves it. That's what he said. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Good.
3: Well, Trey, real quick, uh, so when they hire a new offensive coordinator, it, it's been rumored that they had fired Cody Kennedy today, but I don't think that has come to fruition. But when they hire think, a new coordinator – Let me just talk
2: on that real quick because – Sam Pittman, unless he is trying to send a message like he did last year uh, firing the strength coach, Jamil Walker, unless he's trying to send a message, he's going to give, in most cases, uh, coaches an opportunity to find another landing spot before, um, you know, just outright firing them. And that's pretty typical of coaches. Uh, He did that for Dominic Bowman last year, who really did a terrible job, I thought. And he did it for him. I think he would probably do that for Cody Kennedy if that is what comes to pass.
1: Okay. And also, so Sorry. when, they hire, new, when they, hire
3: yep. office, they hire a new office coordinator, is that office coordinator, will he typically bring in his own position coaches or is that decision made by the head coach? And I'll uh, hang up and listen. Yeah. Thanks, guys.
1: Thank you, Will. Now, that
2: didn't happen last year. Uh, I think because Sam Pittman, you know, obviously likes Jimmy Smith, Kenny Guyton, um, And then I don't know if Dan had a whole lot of involvement with bringing in um, Morgan uh, at tight end, but that didn't happen last year with Briles. You know, Kenny Guyton was his guy. When Barry Odom came in, you know, he brought some of his guys also. So, yes, I would expect the offensive coordinator to have at least one coach that he would want to Bring either with him or hire from somebody else who he is very familiar with and knows his offense.
1: That's well, typically what you see. Trey, am I not correct that when he hired Travis Williams, I think he had a big impact on having Marcus Woodson? Here, oh, did no he know? question. Yeah. Well, so, and Darren Wilson. Yeah. All that's three. Right.
2: Yeah. That's right. They were. They were all. You know, they
1: were all in cahoots together. All right. Let's see what JD <laughs> has for Trey Biddy. JD has the busy signal for. Trey, you know, hey, Trey, but it didn't happen on your first call. It didn't happen until about the fourth. That's pretty good, huh? Yeah. Well, what do you think, Trey, of Texas A&M firing a coach whose team went seven and five to hire a coach whose team went seven and five?
2: (laughs) Yeah, but that was a little different. Elko's a good coach. You know, I had Elko on our coaching search hot board back in 2019, Mm. and I remember people scoffing at the idea that I would have him on the hot board. Uh, but he was a pretty good coach back then at Texas A&M, but, um, and come from Notre Dame. He's got a pretty good pedigree. But uh, I, I I actually think that's a good hire by A&M, um, unfortunately.
1: Yeah, yeah, he probably is. Yeah, you think about uh, these, and, and we mentioned earlier, what do you think? If he hired um, Marion from UNLV or any other coach whose team is in a bowl game, He's got to have them here right away. They've got to leave their school to come, don't they?
2: It's important, yeah. And Marion, they're playing in the Mountain West Championship game. Yeah. So that wouldn't be like a quick deal. Uh, Buster Faulkner, there's been some talk on the interwebs that uh, that he might not be interested in Arkansas. But, you know, he would be a guy that checks a lot of the boxes, according to what Sam Pittman said uh, on Saturday about – you know the type of guy that he would like to bring in as offensive coordinator. I mean, when I look at like all the people that would be possibly a, you know, consideration of, you know, somebody who wants to be here, somebody who, you know, has connections to Arkansas because he was a quarterbacks coach at UCA in 2009. He was OC at uh, at Arkansas State, I believe 2016. Um, you know, so he has connections here. He's coached in the SEC and in the SEC footprint. You know, so and you know Faulkner. They put up 23 points against Georgia. That may not sound like a lot, but nobody's put up that many points against yeah. them. I think they had 242 rushing yards in that game. You know, so he would be a guy that to me would fit that. Although there's been talk that he might not be interested. Um, you know, the only other guy, you know, when I go down and like check every list is like uh, GJ Kenny. Is it? I always say his name wrong. Um, is it Ken or Kenny? But he was here at Arkansas back in 2019 for a, a brief moment. He's at Texas State now. And the only other guy, but he, he's the head coach there, so he would be like, you know, leaving a head coaching job, paying him an $800,000 to, you know, BOC at Arkansas. I don't know if that's a move that he would want to make or not. Uh, it might be a long shot, but uh, him and then, I mean, I don't have Bobby Petrino on my coaching search hot board, but he would be the only <laughs> other guy that would fit that. They fit
1: those characteristics, so. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they're gonna go there. But what do I know? You don't think so? No, don't think so. (laughs) Desperate
0: times.
1: (laughs) Trey will be asking you these same questions tomorrow when you return on Drive Time Sports. Dustin, I'm sorry to miss you with Trey, but hang on, we'll take your call when we come back on Drive Time Sports.